All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Card Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou. Big episode today. We are going to talk about the CGC and the CSG merger. Uh, we're going to talk about a Heritage, I think it was a Heritage Mega Box that had 25 autographs in it. Mm-hmm. We had a couple big game used jersey sales, a Wilt and a Kobe. We'll talk about that. Revolution WWE has kabooms and there's some big sales early. The men's national team had a heck of a few days. We'll get into that and so much more. We've got play of the week. We've got Q&A. So we'll get into all of that. But first, we'll start with what's on your mind. Lou, we'll start with you on this fine Tuesday morning. What's on your mind? Um, I watch a lot of U.S. soccer this weekend. Mm. I watched a lot of the Nations Cup. Or is, that, is that called the Nations Cup or just Nations? Nations League. It's the Nations, Nations League. League. Apologies, apologies. Um, I was enjoying that over the weekend. I had a lot of free time for myself. Um, what's up with this new striker we have, Ty? Is it Balagoon, Ty? Hello. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, he's a real player. I'm currently on eBay looking at sales from over the weekend. Um, he's on fire. I mean, he's like a real guy. Ty, he, he chose a real player. He chose us he, over England. Yes, he chose us over England. Well, it was actually it you stick know what's funny. Yeah, we definitely stuck it to the Brits. I mean, look, he. You know, the reality of the situation is he chose us over England because if he's on England, he's, he's kind of buried. He's buried behind a couple couple mega stars, and if he comes to the U.S., he is the guy, the guy, guy, guy. You know, he gets to prove like, that he was the guy, the guy wait, wait, but wait, like wait, he's going to end wait, up wait. being the guy. Wait, wait, wait. Lou and I have been sold the guy, you know, propaganda once before. Like, hold on, hold on. Lou, you heard- watched this weekend. Thank you. You watched we were this talking weekend. about Hershey Holland and Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. No, stop, 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 stop. Right. Take it from the guy that watched this weekend. You weren't watching. We have so much sauce. It's insane. And it's driven completely by Pulisic. Everything we do is driven by Pulisic. So, like, he might not be the guy in Europe because he has to pass more and he doesn't, he's not in a position to score, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But when he puts on the red, white, and blue, I the stars and game. stripes, something comes over that man where he is ready to take over matches. <laughs> I've heard he I saw that faces. I saw that tweet, Lou, that basically said when this guy puts on the red, white, and blue, it's a whole different person. There's something about the stars and stripes on his chest that put him in a weird mental space where he just wants to take over games, which is what he did for the two matches that I watched. He's Captain America. So I take it all back about Captain America. Um, I will keep my emotions in check when it comes to European soccer with him because I don't think he's ever going to be in a position to be the, that kind of guy, Ty. Tell me if you disagree. But when he comes here, he's in a position to make plays. He's all over the field. He's getting in people's face. It's good stuff. Lou, on this note, um, have you spent much time on Leeds being relegated and what that all means for For, for me? Uh, Everybody loves a good comeback story I'm not going to lie to you Beyond the fact that I know they got relegated I know nothing So, Because Sheffield is is No I know we flipped it I did the classic flip That's just what I do That that is me If you are just listening to the show You haven't paid attention for a long time You don't know me very well in general That is me to a T (laughs) So I just wanted to just You know you got to start thinking about that it's a big year ahead. Premier League is going to be massive. The next, it is summer 23. The next three years of football in this country, proper football, is going to be absolutely bananas. I want everyone to make note. The ball again thing is just a start. Messi's playing in Miami. Messi is now the single highest paid by 
annual contract, the single highest paid U.S. athlete. He's making between 50 and 60. Yeah, that's on, on field. Yeah. Uh, for now, the, for like another the U.S. Year. team, there was juice over the weekend. Let's just settle in. Also, uh, a lot of good sales coming from that Premier League prism. That's uh, bowling and rookie and Arsenal kit. That out of five, so for like 3,500 or best offer. Some action happening. Ty, so. what about uh, what about old Greg Burhalter? They brought him back. A lot of Why? drama. There's definitely like a, a good Netflix or Bravo show like out of that between the Reynas and like all this beef and drama. Why? Because he's got context. He's been around. And Captain America backs him. You know, the I kind of like the guy that was in the mix over the weekend. He's like, looks like a classic American coach, coach? not a manager. He looks like a coach. Yeah, yeah. He likes to get involved. That was clear. He likes to be involved. <laughs> Big rah rah guy. Like, I, feels, I like a, that. feels like a D coordinator for like a D1 college team. Yeah, he, he seems like he, <laughs> he has the chance to be like the buddy, the, 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 the Rex Ryan of, of exactly. US soccer. Ty, I'm going to assume you're, I mean, obviously we're, we're, we're assuming the U.S. soccer team is on the up and up, but I, I, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say 2026 is going to be really our best shot for a lot of those guys being in their prime. It, we've got a real, there's a, a great collection of talent that's playing over in Europe on the you know weekly, monthly, annual basis that's on the team, and playing it, the home team has always fared better than expected. That's just. Always been the case in the World Cups, so it gives us a little boost. And in the last, you know, we, we're like, get to the knockout and anything can happen. Now we're still three years away, but I'm just excited. There's a lot of good Premier League matches over here this summer. MLS is picking up a little bit of juice just in terms of attendance, all those things. I believe, so the Champions League is set till 2024. I think you might see the Champions League final in the U.S. in 25 ahead of the World Cup, which would just be banana land, Lou, just, just follow Why would me they do a little that? bit. They already do it all over Europe to promote, to promote, you know, the greatest thing since sliced bread, the World Cup in the U.S. Maybe. Over half the teams in the Premier League are owned by U.S. anyway. You no, know, no, I'm hearing US you. I'm, I'm seeing the vision. That would just be wild. It would be wild, but it could be true. I mean, could you see it in Miami? Just Hard Rock. You know Stephen Ross. He'd pull that thing off real quick. Yeah, they just can't do it in Vegas because, all due respect, the crowd in Vegas was not good. Mm-hmm. There was no Although, energy. We were trying to win a speaking championship. Of Vegas, like, ah. Speaking of Vegas, they won a Stanley Cup. That, that was ugly. That series was a bloodbath. Saw Kachuk played with a broken sternum. Yeah. So he like woke up, his brother woke him up from a nap. He's like, ah! Just imagine playing with a broken sternum. Those guys are ridiculous. Pass. Anyway, that's on my Blue. mind. Okay, yeah, I was going to... Uh, what's on your mind after we just had six minutes about the U.S. men's national team? Well, the U.S. Open over the weekend was quite a golf tournament that didn't end in the way anyone was hoping for or thinking of um la country club first time the u.s opens back on the west uh, in la in 75 years um i caught a couple good naps i mean during this thing because it was prime time saturday night it went till 11 o'clock yeah i think that was stupid thoughts golf is not a nighttime sport i was into it i was hanging out i got to nap a little bit and then wake up watch the last couple hours that's what i did on father's day too 
it's you know it was it was great. I was all for it. Other than the fact that Ricky Fowler and Rory McIlroy both blew it to this dude Wyndham Clark, that like is just kind of your prototypical boring golfer, but like I saw he had some crazy well. odds, some crazy odds. Yeah, and there was some you know the fairways were wide, scores were low, people were complaining a little bit. Brooks Kepka wasn't in the mix. It wasn't too 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 much like overt Saudi chatter that I saw, but that was cool. They shut that I mean, we're real quick. That's over now. Yeah. No one talks about that anymore. Seventy-five percent of the way of the the golf majors last one is at Royal Liverpool Hoyle Eight Cup in Liverpool on the water um, for the British Open. That'll be cool. That was on my mind. I watched some footy as well, and then we're in we're in snooze fest season for sports here. I disagree so much. I mean, like, I we're was looking up. Best. I yeah. tried telling you guys that last week. I literally tried talking about that when hockey and basketball are over. It's literally you did. I, I agree. But look, get me to, uh, you know, NBA Summer League, a little Wembenyama action, and away we go. He's not playing in the Summer League, is he? No he's going to make he, Come on. He's making an appearance. Like in, in street clothes? Yeah. No. We'll <laughs> see the court. He's we'll definitely see the floor. NBA does that. Do you think? Does it right do you like think that. the Spurs will stop him? What? What did? Was the summer league what Chet was playing against LeBron in? Where Chet like tore his ankle or did whatever he yes. did? Where he got for the year? Yeah. LeBron was playing in the summer league. No way. Yeah, wasn't that who he was playing against? Was like LeBron. I don't know. know if that might have been like, did. But all these young dudes have when they came through. Shit. I'm he, he will play in the summer league. Summer league is culture. Summer league is brand. Summer league is action. Even if he just pulls up and plays a couple. Braun played summer league his rookie year. I'm telling you that's who it was again. Since. All right. I respect you. It was a Producer. Seattle. It was his program game in Seattle. It was not the summer league. Yeah. While defending LeBron James on a fast break during a pro-am game last month, Chet jumped to contest a layup and landed awkwardly, injuring his right foot. Right, so LeBron. not not the summer. So pro am. Yeah, I didn't know what it was. I just knew it was against LeBron. Got it. Uh, but that's Messi's... what I'm saying, Ty. Like, I'm ass- sorry to get off topic. I'm assuming. Don't know for sure. Assuming the Spurs are going to be like, hey, no pro am stuff. Maybe no pro am stuff, but sanctioned NBA summer league. Summer league is like a hot thing now, and they're trying to build it as a big property. He'll probably get some bands to play in it, but he'll play no matter what. Maybe not no matter what, but I'm confident he will make an appearance. Maybe one, two games. Then he'll have a little tweak in the groin or something. Classic. Shut him down. (laughs) And he just signed with Nike. He did just sign with Nike. Uh, Messi's debut will be July 21st in a home match against Mexican soccer club Cruz Azul. That's five days before the Mm. national. Yep. They also just – are closing in on signing uh, his former teammate Sergio Busquet from Barcelona. So they're building a, a real little squad down there. That dude, um, I remember yeah. playing in FIFA with that dude, Ty. Like, always called him my guy Biscuits. Slowest yeah. dude in the game yeah. all the time. Slower than slow. Slow, like, tall, slow. long, lanky, but just has the has the stats in FIFA, but tactical slow. magician. Slow. You, know, you don't want him on your squad. He distributes the ball over here, over here, you know. Yeah, um, that's what I got. Those are the things that are on my mind. I actually sold some cards on eBay um, over the weekend, and I'm excited to be back in the transactional market, trying to build up some liquid ahead of national. I got some different plays I'm trying to make. Um, and yeah, I really want some Harry Potter autos. That's what I got. That's what's on my mind. 
a bunch on my mind this morning working on a project in shop. We'll probably talk more about it later. Um, but um, gonna gonna make some changes to the shop for you know for the better. Uh, but it will involve closing the shop for a few days. So uh, gonna be working on that later this week. Hopefully close, do a little grand reopening. So we'll, I'll talk more about it on social. But um, working on some stuff around that. Got it, It's a crazy week because while we have to film content to announce that, talk about it, then film the actual project itself, then reopen and do that. All while it's a busy summer, short-staffed, national baby, a lot of like, a lot of, lot of moving parts at the moment. So probably the busiest weeks are the year for me um, right now. Just trying to get ahead on on so many things while being short-handed and having major. I mean, we're gonna close the shop for two days and do some real like, real, real projects. So construction um, work or just inside layout or what? Yeah, yeah, not. Uh, so I'll talk more about it. But we're gonna rip up the card bar. We're gonna rip the entire thing out um put in some showcases i'll talk more about it on social nice. but we uh it, yeah for us it's just got to be able to get more singles out and you know improve customer experience and be able to offer more and more and um this is how we do it the card bar is really cool and it was a really unique thing we had built for the shop um but just doesn't really allow for um the amount of singles we want to put out for sale it's just all countertop right so it's kind of what you can fit on a countertop rather than what you can stack vertically and when you run out of space um you know to go horizontally you've got to be able to stack vertically in the same amount of square footage so uh for us it's uh being able to get out more in a in, in the same amount of space and this is how we do it so there'll be other things that we do as well um other changes and other things that are going to happen but it's really going to be a a pretty big undertaking so managing a lot of those things while everything else in life is going on. It's, it's a, it's a little bit of work. So working on that, uh, shout out to everybody who reached out last time that we talked about what's on my mind was, was the price of formula and buying all that stuff. I was absolutely amazed about the amount of DMS I bought. I got about like, Hey, do this. Hey, check out this. And I was like, man, it's, this is a, you know, I've done cards for a long time. I know a lot about those, but, um, you know, fatherhood is not something i'm very well versed in obviously um so shout out to everybody who reached out last time about baby formula and diapers and all of those things so yeah it's uh it was it was very much appreciated so that was that was pretty cool Tough. um yeah and i will uh i will say the, the shop has uh you know i try to give insight into the shop and that kind of stuff where i can because we obviously see it on a daily basis um but man, the, the shop is the shop is hot right now. Baseball product is really, really moving for us. That's been a big seller. But I think with kids out of school, like it's uh it's back to being busy quite a bit now. Like it's it has picked up tremendously, very, very quickly with kids out of school. Um, so I'm really thinking and what, that what products are they coming in looking for? Series two is a really big mover for us right now. Series two baseball, right? Volpage. A lot of good rookies. Yeah. It's, it's, it's got some guys in it. So that's been really hot. It's cheap. Like it's not super expensive. So that's been a really big mover for us. Uh, We had some father's day packs, did some promotions with that kind of stuff. That'll be big. Well, they put Ellie in series two. No, nope. Wasn't called up until after it was released. It'll probably be an update, but we'll see. Um, There's a lot of good rookies in baseball right now, like hitters too, like Josh Jung, uh, Corbin Carroll, obviously, Ellie. Like, there's a lot of good guys right now. How about outside of baseball? For us, it's football, baseball, and Pokemon. That's like our big movers. Like, Upper Deck Ice Hockey's was a new release last week. That was really, really hot. Um, We we moved a lot of that. Um, No Bedard in there, right? 
No, Bedard's not out yet. And I, we talked about it in the intro, but like WWE Revolution's been really hot because it's got kabooms in it. It's really affordable. It's like one, it's under 150 bucks a box and you can chase kabooms in Galactic. So that's been hot. So you really got this like, typically again, in the, in the four years I've been open, like the summers have typically, especially pre-COVID, were slower. Like they were a time where like you have the off season of football, off season of basketball, off season in hockey, baseball's in the heart of the season. So like, it's typically a slower time. People are taking vacations. Now it's kind of like the opposite. People are getting ramped up for the end of the year. There's good product releases because of the delay in the calendars. So like you really have got like select football just came out. It's on fire in time right now. It's, it's not nor- like normal comp- to what we're used to seeing. So that's been different. And the Cincinnati Reds are the hottest team in baseball. Really? Lou, I'm not going to talk too much stuff. Cause you always say, wait till October. The Reds just swept. Lose Houston Astros. Um, they're they're winners of nine in a row as of last night. Um, they're good. Again, I'm not gonna. They are good. They're I'm not good gonna team. bet on uh, you know who's gonna win the World Series and it being the Cincinnati Reds. I would love to see them make the postseason. That would be cool. Like Reds haven't it. been really good in a while. Um, but to beat the Houston Astros and to to win eight games, nine games in a row now, like it's cool. They're electric. They're the Reds are a lot of fun to watch, man. And it's. I'm sure it's having an impact on baseball sales. Matt McClain's really, uh, really looking good. I think he he's led the majors since he got called up in hits. Um, yeah, it's it's fun. So yeah, a lot of a lot of positive vibes right now. Hell yeah! Hell if you yeah. want to do a baseball update, like I can go through a baseball update for you, but I don't think anyone cares. Yeah, Lou, like Yankees what, what are just terrible, right? Every team that you think is good is actually bad. Yankees, Dodgers, Astros. Uh, Red Sox are not very good either. So, like, your typical teams are not very good, but, you know, your Reds. How about this one? Where are the Angels? Angels are trash. They're worse than the, they're worse than the Astros. Like, are they – they're just still just hanging out in the – They'll be league? they'll be fighting for the playing spot. And fighting. how's Otani playing? The best – He's far and away the MVP. Best player in baseball by a mile. By a he, like, leads the Angels. I saw this stat on the other day, Ty. He leads the Angels in almost every statistical category for pitching and batting. That's so cool. But I mean, they stink. It's just like uh, I know it's sad, but it's cool. Lou, a year from now, a year, a year from now, is Otani on the Angels? I don't think so. Because he wants to win. So. Lou, who's the front runner as of today to get Otani? Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. I think it's going to be heavily dictated by his representation. That's what it's been sounding like, and a lot of I heard they're, they're Yankee fans. No, they're Mets fans. Actually, a, a lot. Of, that was a lot of Otani to the Mets energy, from what I understand. Jay would know Ohtani better than me. I haven't stayed that close Mets. to it, to be honest. I'm seeing Dodgers, Padres, Giants, Mariners, Mets, Cubs, Yankees, Rangers. West Coast seems super likely, but I wouldn't say Yankees is on the table because they need a lot more than just Otani. Yeah, they got him at seven. That's just a SEO play to add him on this list. It feels like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so to w- the AL MVP right now, you could take Otani minus 500 or anybody else, and it's plus 340. Oh, my goodness. To give you a little bit of perspective. He is a great. He's a great. He's really good. Speaking of really, really good, uh, I saw Eric Whiteback tweeted. I think Aaron Rodgers. About, yeah, about a uh, Topps Heritage box. The tweet says, loaded Walmart boxes. Two collectors who bought the new 2023 Topps Heritage Walmart Mega Boxes pulled over 25 autographs each in a single box. 
It appears an error in the production process has resulted in some boxes being absolutely loaded. So there's a picture of one of them. It's got Joey Votto red ink, Drew Waters auto, Steve Garvey auto, Luis Ortiz auto, Shane Bieber auto, Bo Naylor auto, Adley Rushman auto, Oswaldo Peraza auto, Kyle Schwarber auto, like uh, Moreno red ink, Tristan Casas auto, like Von Grissom Cassas. auto. Tristan Casas. Casas, that guy. Uh, I mean, the list of people like that he got autos in one box. That's insane. Yeah, that's insane. That's crazy. Um, that's just one of those good luck things, right? Is anyone mad about that? I would hope not. I think it's like I like the idea. Like, I'm sure this wasn't intentional. I would love to know if it was. I think it that definitely would be cool. wasn't. I think it's a cool thing to do. Every once in a while, just load up a box. I don't hate yeah. it either. Have have a hot box in in hobby. I'm Even not mad at a hot box. You get a blaster box. And one every blaster will have an auto in every pack. Ten autos a box. I feel like people are, aren't going to like that, but I, I don't hate a, a hot box. You add those. chase to retail and, I mean, like, that's the, yeah, to me, I'm like, I love the loaded, absolutely crazy banana. Like, did you guys see the pack? I think I saw it on TikTok. Um, guy was ripping a pack of Optic uh, optic Hobby. Jay Cord, I don't know if you can correct me if I'm wrong on this. Had, like, five downtowns in the same one pack. Garrett Gosh. Wilson, Garrett Wilson, Olave. Malik Willis and two others. Same pack Man. five downtowns in that's one so pack lucky. of cards. Like that's I think, so cool. I think we need to bring back it's like, oh, that like they just got lucky. That's kind of cool. We don't need to hate on it. Yeah, I think it's a cool thing. I think it would be something neat to add to the product. I like it. I, I don't disagree at all. So I think it would be cool. Um either one of Take you guys a scratch off that has multiple multiple. Yeah, exactly. Like where everything's that's a winner. Best. I love yeah. a scratch off. You're like, ooh, five bucks. Ooh, 15 yeah. bucks. Yeah, all the best. Did you guys um, – I know Jay put it – Jay Court put it in chat this week. See much of the sales with the the big game used jerseys? Yes. I yes. think Ro- Rob, Rob G. Bought, bought one of them. What did he buy, the Wilt? Kobe. He bought the Wilt and the Kobe, I think. Oh, did he buy both? He's got a lot of stuff. I'll say that. I thought he bought. I thought he went on a little. Speed. Kobe and Wilt. Jay says. Wow, Kobe and Wilt. I didn't see the Kobe. I was trying to pull up. Jay, do you have the link of that? I was trying to pull it up. I thought we had it in chat, or in the thing here. I, I was looking at it the other day. It's just very funny for like Court to make a video about this game used jersey, and Rob's like, "Yep, I bought that." <laughs> didn't do like the Wilt did like what one point seven? I'm not sure. I don't know off the top of my head. Jay said it to me. All right, here epic it is. Pieces. Epic pieces. Oh, wow. You bought a big Kobe jersey. Yeah, it was from the finals. It's so crazy. We're going to have him on in a couple weeks. Wow. 462K. And the thing I'm most interested in is, like, are these on display in his crib? Like, are you locking these up? Like, what's Does he vault them, or are we, like, in the boys' room at the crib? I'd be petrified to display those. Yeah, Dude, that's too. crazy. Game, but I think about that with game, like art and all that stuff all the time. Like if you if you had a ten million dollar painting, you don't display that ten million dollar painting unless you're uber wealthy. You might. Guys, Rob was in was in our DMs <clears throat> last night, and he was curious to know. He he put a question because we had you know the, the question thing. His question was he was curious on your thoughts on the price one point seven nine million for his Wilt rookie jersey. Do we know Hard- what the most expensive Wilt card ever was? I don't know. 
Oh, yeah. I was gonna say it'd be hard to know without putting it in context, but yeah, I feel like in general, it doesn't get much more limited than a will game used jersey, rookie year jersey. I think rookie too, year right? jersey. How many of those are there? There can't be more than two. Can't be many in in general. So I, I would generally say I'm aligned. I would like to know like price point. Those are probably in museums, not in private collections. I again, like in the Hall of Fame, right? I would love to know when the last time any Wilt jersey was available and how many have ever sold publicly. I can't imagine it's more than a handful ever, yet alone a rookie jersey. Um, I mean, that's that's got to be as as good as it gets for like all time basketball collectibles. Like, I mean, some of the recent ones too have been crazy. Like, I mean, Kobe Finals jersey is obviously crazy. Game one, I saw that what Court was talking about, four hundred sixty two k with buyers premium for Kobe. It was used game one during his fifth finals. Obviously, Kobe basketball legend. Um, you know the Jordan flu game shoes. I think that's a really, really cool piece. I I think that's one that's like that. That's a pretty special piece. I know that sold on Golden. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that's insane. Um, so some really cool pieces. But one point seven million. That's what a what a buy. Right. Answer your question. The most expensive Wilt Chamberlain card of all time, PSA nine, nineteen sixty one Fleer, sold for three hundred and forty thousand dollars. Wow. So this is four times as much. Oh, five times as much. Not a math guy. Five times as much. That's pretty. Here's wild, some. Man. Here's some Wilt numbers. 1955 Mas- uh, Mr. Basketball USA. He's got his number 13 jersey retired by Kansas Lakers, Sixers, Warriors, and the Harlem Globetrotters. He was the NCAA tournament most outstanding player in 57. Two-time All-American in college, 57 and 58. He's got the most rebounds in one game at 55. He's got the most points in one game at 100. He is the NBA assist leader in in 68. He's the 11-time NBA rebounding champion, seven-time NBA scoring champion, rookie of the year in 60, two-time all-defensive first team, 72 and 73, three-time all-NBA second team, seven-time all-NBA first team, all-star game MVP in 60, uh, 13-time all-star, four-time MVP, finals MVP in 72, and two-time NBA champion in 67 and 72. He averaged 30 points a game and 22 rebounds a game and four assists. He averaged 30 and 22. A little light work. Some light. Um, there's a Kansas jersey that sold last year, a signed Kansas jersey from 1957, sold for 490K. This is clearly a big sale on this. Yeah, Collectible, yeah, this app. Collectible app had a uh, – a, a uniform from his rookie year that was they were selling shares at a valuation of 1.2 million. Also, I think it's a great play. I love yeah, it. I mean, I mean look, got it. I've never bought something for 1.79, but if I was, it's a good play. 1.79 million dollars. So yeah, that's pretty so crazy. Much money, guys. That's a lot. That's a few dollars. Congrats to Rob. I'm looking forward to having him on and picking his brain about some things. The first question I'm going to ask is where is this thing displayed? Yeah, I just want to pick his brain on like what he thinks, like what's his like mindset when he's buying these things. Is he thinking about it in terms of like a 40 year investment? Is he thinking about hanging it up at his house? So, yeah. All right. Let's get into questions. We got a lot of them this week, a ton of them. Again, if you guys want to submit questions, Jay and Court typically solicit questions. Uh, a day or two before the show goes live. So just make sure you guys check us out on IG, just card talk pod, uh, Facebook, Twitter as well. But wanted to uh, put it on there in case anybody's interested in submitting questions. Cause we got a lot of them. Um, let's see. Anybody have anything? 
let me see. This is a good question. Ty, you're a, I know you you're a big basketball guy. JE underscore LeBron collector. Do you think the BLCP3 trade benefited the Suns much or at all? Um do I think the the Beagle trade benefited the Suns? I do. I think CP3 is aging, and I think it's hard to win. You got to be really fit to win in the playoffs. I think Beal is a top tier NBA All Star that's been stuck in a crappy franchise. I think you lose the veteran leadership of CP3 a little bit. I mean, they're going to have to do crazy things in free agency um, to like build around. And I think it's really hard. I mean, look, the Nuggets just showed that core of that team has been together for years. It's hard to win an NBA chip, um, especially Celtics are to just too. fill in around. Um, and I think that's what LeBron's been trying to do of late, and it, it proves tough. But you got KD, you got Devin Booker, and you got Bradley Beal on one basketball team. Um, we've seen these experiments before, Brooklyn, other places. Um, but it's hard to think that they won't be a formidable opponent with those three cats. And Aiden's still on the roster, but I'm pretty he's sure. For now. For now, he's gone. When When is it appropriate to have the KD conversation about how he's kind of, you know, kind of Just like lied to everybody's entire career? <laughs> well, how's he lied to everybody? Ty's a big KD guy. You're, you're picking- As am I. I've been a big KD guy for a long time. I like KD a lot. I like he's, a lot. There's been a lot the of energy about a lot of energy about I'm just a basketball player and making fun of people, making fun of Chuck because he had the super teams and all he does is form super teams, but they're not even very good super teams. So like that's kind of a conversation that I think could be had. I mean, I I, I think we should highlight KD's teams: Draymond, Clay, Steph, Kyrie, Harden, obviously KD, Beal, Booker, and him now. I mean. Interesting. I mean, how about uh, what he did with the Thunder for like five years? Russell Westbrook, James Harden. Th- that was dope. Harden. And then the minute it was in it, in his own control, it's been a little bit crazy ever since. Just saying. I get it. I get it. I like the man. I like watching him hoop. I hope so do I. I think he's awesome. the best for them. One of my really good friends, Nate, is a huge Suns fan. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't got much. What That's else why I like what the Knicks are doing right now. I like the Knicks. They're just taking steps. Let's not the get Knicks too crazy. The Knicks are building a foundation. Until trade for Zion, who or yeah. MPJ? I really hope Zion does not. Speaking of Zion, uh, we got a good question. Sean Haywood, fifteen. Let's put a parental advisor on this question. I don't know what's coming for here, the but... NBA draft. Will Zion or Dame be traded leading up to the draft or during the draft? I think Zion sounds, gets traded. Sounds like Zion might be on his way out. Yeah, out of the league or out of the New Orleans? Out <laughs> of New Orleans. We'll see how he fares in the league. Um, I mean, I know we're not going to talk a lot about it. It's we're this is a very PC show, uh, <laughs> but we're we're five years away. We're five years removed from Zion and Jaw being top two picks, being a really highly anticipated draft class. It was more highly anticipated than the Luca Trey one. Uh, really, probably the biggest one in recent memory leading up to this draft with Victor Scoot and Brandon Miller. Um, it, it was a it was a big deal, man. Like. We talked a lot about it when it happened, about Zion being one of the biggest things all time. Like he had games recorded in eighth grade. Like everything was Zion in high school. Then he goes to Duke. He's the biggest thing in the world. Blows out of the shoe. Like this dude was supposed to be awesome. 
And what has happened with Jaw and Zion in the last six months, seven months, is just, it, it's wild to see where they were and where they are now. It's it's very interesting. I mean, Jaw got 25 games. We haven't talked about that. Like, I talked, I said it was going to be half a season. You know, Jay was full season. Like, we talked a lot about it, but Jaw got 25 games. And the leak was that the league is up above. Like he thinks everyone's against him. The crazy thing. So Zion, to be frank, I like, I always thought as someone that's human body developed way late, like to me, he was a ready to play in the NBA when he was a senior, junior in high school, senior in high school. Like that was his peak, like maturity of body. And I think it's, degrading since i also think the amount of hype the amount of everything he's gotten can leave a human uh, less incentivized to care unless you're really driven by championships ben Simmons. Um, yep but ja i'm gonna say this in a weird way three years from now i think ja could still be a superstar in the league and flip the script and narrative as a as a positive thing towards his image and how he's respected Interesting. If he if he cleans it up, you mean? If he well, first if he plays good basketball and makes an impact and gets yeah. to the finals and whatnot. Yeah, if he cleans it up, if he doesn't clean it up, he's out of the league. But if he cleans it up, I think this era, this moment in time, actually might further weirdly cloud him and give him another platform of like doing good, turning things around, even though it's not like I think. I don't disagree. Off-seat, yeah, so like you know, I don't know. I'm just so thinking, as, it stands, yeah, as it stands right now, as it stands right now, who's more likely to be a Hall of Famer? John Morant. Neither. Neither. I think John Morant is more wow. likely, but yeah. I, I also think that I just want to say this is a pr- like a prime time example of why everybody needs to just chill out a little bit because we get too high on these guys, myself included. We get way too high on these guys before they've done anything. Zion has like a two hundred million dollar contract. He hasn't played in like a year and a half. Yeah, that's wild. Makes sense. It, it's it, and you're right, Ty. It's, these guys don't have the incentive to care unless they're motivated by championships. And I just, yeah. at least for me, I'm gonna try to think more about who has this person been on the court, and that'll affect how I think about them in card standpoint. Not so much potential and upside because potential and upside rarely come to fruition. Dan- Daniel Holmes, eighty nine. If you could attend one sporting event in history, what would it be? That has happened? Yeah. That's already occurred? I'm assuming that's what the card doesn't say, but I'm assuming yes. Let's just play it like if you, if you could have been there, what would you have? Ty, would you have been to Ohio State, Penn State? Mm, uh, no, I mean, I was at. Ohio State, Penn State, when we won and blocked the field goal and stormed the field. That's, like, a, that's what I meant. I didn't know you were there. That's cool. Oh, yeah, I was there. I was on the field with Jake. Yeah, we were drinking beers on the field after the game. I have grass from the game in my apartment. We were one of the last people to leave the field afterwards. That's a great story. Sit for, uh, was it six of us that went? Zach, Jake, Greg, my dad. Everyone left. We were down nine, and it was pouring at halftime, and it was a night game. So we had been drinking since pretty much 9 a.m., and my boys (laughs) left. 
my dad, my cousin, and my two boys. It was six of us that went to the game. Only me and Jake stayed. That's awesome. To this day, it's like devastating. Oh, you have that over you have that over them forever. For the rest of our lives. Oh yeah. There's like a photo on the field. They've all photoshopped themselves into it. That's very um, cool. Oh, so that God. game was epic. Uh otherwise. Christian Hackenberg NFL draft or nah, it, it's gotta be some form of probably World Cup. Like it's gotta be a World Cup final. This past World Cup final. This past World Cup final. Oh, the me- Messi, the, the, yeah, the Messi and Mbappe. Mbappe. Yeah. Yeah, watching Messi win the World Cup, uh, those moments after, uh, that match was crazy. I don't even think people have yet to digest what that was as a sporting education. 2015 Ohio State-Alabama Sugar Bowl. Yep, for sure, not even a question. I think I would pick WrestleMania 19, Stone Cold versus The Rock. (sighs) Iconic match. That's nice. Hey, can we give a quick shout out to that homie that um, did those mock-ups, those concept pieces? Yes, we of, should. Of the cards. What was his account? Smack him on the screen. Real Bradley quick, Jack okay. Design. Bradley Jack Design. Those were like A-plus quality cards. Yeah, those they were, were stick. Those were I sick. mean, like, look at this card. Yeah. Like, the it, what he did of the triple and the tennis and the aloof flawless, like – Jordan and Altuve. I'm that like, was literally exactly what I was picturing, by the way. I mean, look it's, at this card. I know. Sick. Could you I imagine know. what that card would sell for in the open market? That card would, would go bananas. All of them would. I would pay unlimited dollars for this Jordan Jose Altuve card. <laughs> that card is disgusting. It With the World Series patch in it? Come uh, on. Um, you know, look, say this in a little while. I thought. In the last five years, there was a Heisman winner at uh, Ohio State. No, last one was Troy Smith. A lot of them were finalists. Haskins was, Stroud was twice. Troy Smith. Oh Troy God. Smith's the one that was on the on the bench like this at Penn State. I'm devastated. All right, you guys got any questions? Yeah. Well, here's a good one I think you can provide some perspective on. P-Bird Cards, who's the next best baseball prospect? Or who's the next best prospect in baseball that – to buy that could be called up next. Um, like I've been saying recently, I'm not the most dialed in on prospects anymore. So if you have thoughts in the comments, you should drop them below right now. Or if you're listening on podcasts, leave a review with your thoughts. That'd be super cool. We would appreciate that. Um, but I would say probably Marcelo Mayer, the Red Sox uh, prospect. And then the other guy would be Jackson Holiday. But I don't think he'll be out till next year. I remember when I met with Blaze and we did some card content. I was like, you know, hey, who's good? Who's you played against? And he talks very, very highly of Marcelo Mayer. Marcelo Mayer is a supreme baseball talent. Yeah, Blaze talks a lot about him. Yeah, that's what I would pick. Um, let's do some football questions, thoughts. Yeah, what do you got? Yep. Chris Olave versus George Pickens. That's from uh, Alejandro. Olave. I think this is an interesting question. I'm not so sure it's Olave. I think Olave is the safer play. I think Pickens has more upside. Do you trust Derek Carr to lead Chris Olave into the next phase of his career? Because I don't. Derek Carr's not a bad quarterback. You trusting him over Kenny Pickett? With what? I was about to say, don't even get me started. Yeah, do, you know how Ty feels about KP two gloves. Yeah, he's not a big Kenny guy. I get that, but I, mean, I like Kenny a lot. So that's also part of it. Maybe that's affecting my answer here. I just really like Pickens. I'm gonna say. Look at the divisions that they play in in this, you know, they play in Pittsburgh 
with the Ravens, Bengals, and Browns. Yeah, they're going to be losing a lot. They got to throw. The, the, yeah, I mean, Saints playing a dome with the Panthers, Buccaneers, and Falcons. Like, yeah, I don't know. I Olave's like, he's a pro's pro. Like, he's uh, he's not one of those, you know, flashy. I told you guys this when it happened. Like, Garrett Wilson's like OBJ. He's got all of the upside in the world. He's flashy. He knows he's the best. He's a star. And he's that. he's got that wide receiver mentality. Chris Olave is like a pro's pro, like comes up to work, like heart, like Larry Fitz, like pro's pro doesn't, isn't a flashy guy. Like just start. That's like, Ryan Johnson comparing Chris Olave to Larry Fitzgerald. No. And the type of personality, not that I'm like joking, he's going to be a top five wide receiver all time, but I do, I do think Olave is a very talented wide receiver. I just get worried about the quarterback play. Good but he questions. he's he, by the way Olave is a big fantasy guy this year. Everyone's really in on Olave. I've started not, my research. I'm on the Garrett Wilson train. I'm sure I'll talk more about that. In the Can't future, imagine why. But, um, Ty, you got a question? Boys, yeah, uh, from Card Collector M. What is the card that you sold that you wish you would have back? Wow. Mahomes and T autos for sure. Card I sold that I wish I could have back. There's so many. I'll send their PSA 8. Yeah, I've never sold anything that I couldn't get back. So I'm trying to think. Maybe like my one of my red cheeks. I sold the red cheeks. I probably would not have sold that. Nice. I would like to have held on to that. Yeah. Real quick, before we move on to Play of the Week, I know we've got that coming up this week. We didn't talk about it much. I just Have you guys read much about the uh, CSG and the CGC? Combining? Yes, a little bit. Uh, it says that in July, they will combine CGC trading cards and CSG into CGC cards. This is from Sports Card Investor. It says collectors who would like to reholder their card with the new CGC card labels can do so for $5 until September 30th of this year. For cards valued under 10 k cards graded to Gem Mint 9.5 or receive the new Gem Mint 10. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the idea. Seems like they're the they're the biggest competitor now take this with a grain of salt they seem to be the most uh put together competitor to collector's universe in terms of they're doing video games they're doing magazines they're doing sports cards most companies are just doing sports cards or just cards in general like pokemon and and sports cards but um they seem to be combining their offerings which is interesting that's probably a fair assumption or a fair uh, assessment and get behind that i've never graded with them uh, it's not a company I've used. I don't really consider them in the big three at the moment. So I'm uh, I'm intrigued by it. I'll you know uh, they're obviously a big enough company. I I think they're you know certainly bigger than some of the like whatever would come next after those guys. Um, so I'd be interested to check it out. Is this the one that like does Fanatics own a piece? Isn't there like one of these companies that like Fanatics owns a piece of? Like was this used for like yeah. eBay Ruben, Ruben is. Yeah, with like BlackRock, I think Jay Z's in on it too. Um, might not be BlackRock. Blackstone. Blackstone, right? Yeah, Blackstone. Uh, yeah, but I don't think it's through Fanatics. I just think Ruben's like gotcha, a little personal. Yeah, and like I, I would like to know the involvement level because wasn't it just one of the? And I don't know how this stuff works, so maybe I'm wrong. Actually, Tyler, you could probably provide some insight here. When there's like a celebrity round of investment, right? Like that's an example of mm-hmm. it's like Ruben, it's 
uh, Jay-Z, I think like Iguodala was involved. Like how mm-hmm. does that all work? Is it, they have a bunch of involvement. Is it partly like to get the name brand recognition? Yeah, it depends. I mean, sometimes you can just like, they'll give equity and points for joining the board or like Jay's not sitting in the meeting where they're like, Hey, we're going to do gym in 10. That's not happening. I I have no clue, but they could have said, Hey, Jay Z, if you say you're part of this, uh, we want to put you on the cap table. Can we give you one point of our company? Yeah. In exchange, you let us say that Jay Z is part of the company or Hey, Michael Rubin, once a quarter, we get 90 minutes with you in your office for an advisory session you get two points of the company or you get a half a point or whatever it's valued at. Those things happen very much. So it's something I think about a lot. It's, um, you know, social capital, like rather than pure investing and social media has allowed that, like, Oh, you post once a quarter and tag us. We'll give you X amount. Smart, smart business. Interesting. Yep. All right. Play of the week, Tom. We didn't do it last week. And just for, uh, some, some clarity here. I know we haven't talked much about it. We are actually going to take the next two weeks off. Uh, so we will not have one the next two weeks. Uh, we'll be back. We'll do some stuff leading up to the national. We'll talk about some of the national uh, you know, tips and tricks. We've done that in the past. Uh, we'll have play of the week over under. We'll bring a lot of those things back when we come back. Um, but we are going to take two weeks off here, a little summertime intermission. Um, so we'll be back just in time for the national. But We've got four plays as we wrap up uh, the show this week. So, see what we got, Jay. Nice. Brock, oh, Brock. Brock is right. back. Motor City ripped. Uh, he says, back on April 19th and 20th, uh, I decided to go on eBay and buy a few singles. With 23 NFL draft approaching, I figured it was a good time to look. Came across a well-centered Purdy from this year's contenders, which I bought for seven fifty. Also picked up a mislabeled Trevor Lawrence tie-dye rookie, which was labeled color match, when in fact it was jersey match, 16 of 20, and a case hit. I purchased this for $550. Submitted 15 cards to PSA, including these two, and all 15 came back 10s. The PSA order shipped back to me on on May 24th, and I immediately listed the Purdy and Trevor on eBay auctions. After a week, the Purdy sold for $1625 and the Trevor for $965 for a total of $2590. For these two cards, I paid thirteen hundred. After eBay taxes and fees, I netted nine eighty one fifty four. Thanks for all you do. Love the podcast. That's how it ends. P.S. Go blue. 15. Thank you, Motor 15. City Rips. Go blue. Is that a Michigan? Fifteen of fifteen. Yeah, fifteen for fifteen is insane on a PSA sub. These days. I, I agree. Like that never happens. Did you just say Ever. thank you? As in, like you were aligning with Michigan? Me? Yeah. I was just being supportive to Motor City Riffs because Ryan decided to skip over the Go Blue part. Yeah, you gotcha. never, never hear me I say that. We were saying thank you, like, thanks. Blue's also a, a closet Michigan fan. Remember he, when we first saw the podcast, he liked Michigan and then switched to Georgia when they were losing. I'm so then, sick of explaining this over and over again. I wasn't going there. Cool. I just wanted to, I think you still can claim a little bit of Michigan fandom. That's all. I, like, and don't. I like it. I like it. I want you to, so we can balance it out. Now you got fucking Jay over here claiming he's a Buckeyes fan. Yeah, what well, you guys Crazy missed? Yeah, that was crazy. You guys, you guys missed it. Jay and the Jay, Jay came in to the chat and was basically like, "Hey, I've never talked about this, but you know, uh, I was actually liked Ohio State when I was when I was younger." So Jay's like, "I got photos." It upsetted. It upset Tyler. Tyler was very yeah. angry. Tyler was, was upset. Shit. 
So. Great play. I, I like the play. Ten, go, 15 for 15 on 10s is insane. I can't believe that happened. I can't believe Brock Purdy is 750 raw. And 16.25 for a 10. That's just... It's a great job at Motor City Rips. That's knowing your audience. That is knowing the marketplace. I would never in my life, and that's no disrespect to anyone involved, I would never in my life spend $750 on a Brock Purdy card. You know, I don't I'm going to miss the fact. I've, I've been really for the last 55 minutes thinking about how much I'm going to miss the uh, recording this show for the next two weeks as we take a break. <laughs> but um, there are... The fact that this play just got submitted and people talk about the hobby being slow or dead or down or any of that is like, I mean, what fifteen for fifteen? It is all right there. It cards. is all right there. Back on April nineteenth and twentieth, twenty twenty three. Two months ago. Eight weeks ago, he just decided to go on eBay and buy a few singles and made made money. A good it's amount. Out there. He's got to get focused. All right, what's next, Jay? Queen City Breaks. Uh, Ooh, for all the talk of how, This is literally what Tyler just said. Sorry, that's funny. With all the talk of how down the card market is, I just want to say I just want to say that you can always find things to flip. Keep your heads up, card world. About 2 years ago, I read Baseball America Idol article about Tigers prospect named Colt Keith decided to invest. Spent $950 on a variety of first ballmen. Sorry, 250. Yeah, sorry, 250 on a variety of first Bowmans, including a black, some purples, and a sparkle. This week, I sent them into consignment for DC Sports. After fees, I netted 500 bucks, profit of 300% in a down market. Lou, I don't know who this is. No idea. Couldn't tell you. Colt is such a good name for like an athlete, an athlete in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he sold purple autos for $100. Yeah. Oh, he's raking. Raking? Is he a pitcher? No. Looks like he's a pitcher. He, he's not. He's, he's a hitter. He, he's not. What's he throwing the ball? He's weird. Fielding. That? He's fielding, guys. It's not that. Isn't? Don't you come a little more side? Like never. All right. What's next? Photo? Wait. Hold next? on. Jay, can he get people <laughs> throw the ball like that? The ball. It's not that hard. He plays second base. <laughs> Feels like he throws the ball weird. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get it. I thought it was a pitcher at first. You guys are insane. He's just throwing. He's just fielding the ball. I don't know. Feels like his delivery to first isn't going to be that. I don't know if I'm if I'm judging. Next. Yeah. Next. This guy. <laughs> Card collector one 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 six. What's up, guys? Uh, play of the week submission is fortunate yet unfortunate at the same time. I was waiting for game one of the Heat versus Knicks series when I saw Gabe Benson playing solid. Huge Celtics fan and remembered him playing well last year against the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals and thought there was a chance that he could be a top performer for the series uh, since outside of Jimmy and Bam, the Heat don't really have any huge players scoring-wise. Uh, during the middle of game one of the Knicks series, I quickly went over to eBay to see what of his uh, what autos he had. Found a cool looking flux silver auto of his for five bucks, which I thought was solid considering he had very few cards. Quickly bought it and hoped to resell it at some point in the series since there was the possibility that the Heat would pl could play my Celtics. Uh, that's where it took a turn for the bad. The Heat shocked the NBA as an eight seed, making it to the Eastern Conference Finals, and I still haven't received my card after three weeks since the purchase. The card finally shows up right after he puts up 30 points against the Celtics. Disgusted to have the card in my hands, I quickly list it on eBay and sells instantly for $28.50 by it now. <laughs> Around a twenty, oh, around a twenty dollar ROI. 
Hate to make money this way, but it is what it is. Been listening to Card Sock since single digit episodes. Thanks, guys, and be well, Alex. That's epic. That's funny, Alex. Um, Alex has been around for a long time. In, yeah. Part of the That's coaching nice tree for sure. Play. For sure in the coaching mm-hmm. tree. Um, this is a funny play. I don't I don't hate this. You gotta get rid of it as soon as possible. Um oh, yeah. immediately. So, you know, you make after fees, what do you make? Like ten bucks? Uh, I mean I mean, you're not losing much on fees on that card. I mean, they pay so what, for 20 bucks. Fees. Yeah, around a $20 ROI. So, yeah, yeah. that's that's not bad. Yeah, we'll, for we'll sure. Sort of around the sorrows after the Absolute, loss. Absolutely. All right, last one, Jay. What do we got? Oh, this Ooh. is awesome. This is funny. Brian, this is from Brian Whitesell on IG. Ooh. Hey, hey guys, I've submitted a play of the uh, – hey, guys, I've got a play of the week submission. I bought a discounted Prism UFC blaster from a whatnot sale in March for a total of $17.20, opened it, pulled a Patty Pimblet green pulsar to $25, which is exactly what you're searching for, graded it at PSA for $20, and came back at $10 two weeks ago. For reference, the only PSA 10 sale was in September of last year for $1,700, and the most recent sale was an SGC 9 that sold for $375 on March 24th. This weekend, I was at the Midwest Monster and ended up selling it to a dealer for 900 cash. Overall, I had 37.20 into the card and sold it for 900, making my profit a staggering 862.80. Also, shout out to the whole Car Talk crew, Jay, Courtney, and Judy, your nice. favorite cameraman, Brian. Well, I don't know who this person is, um, <laughs> but what a play. I'm a big fan of the play. It's I a, love Brian. Brian's my favorite person. It's a nice little gamble play. Went for it, ripped open some packs, kept it moving. How you doing? How you been? A discounted UFC blaster? You guys spent $37 on this. I know. Yeah, so it was during a uh, discounted retail night. We ran on whatnot. Got a That's UFC insane. blaster for 15 bucks plus tax. Opened this with his dad. He's like, yeah, I want to get a UFC blaster, rip it with my dad. Ripped it with his dad, pulls this. I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, I, you know, I don't know much about it. Grades it, tends it. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, I, you know, I don't follow UFC. I know Patty's a big deal. I'm like, that's got to be cool, right? A few hundred bucks. And he's like, yeah, last one did $1,700. We were at the Midwest Monster on Friday, and there's a UFC collector that really wanted it. Sold it for 900 bucks. That's 900 cash all Beautiful. day. So, yeah. for perspective, all for those that fun. don't know, Brian is uh, – our full-time videographer so wait really <laughs> um that's a great play brian good job all right you want to go through these jay i think i know the answer for me i will let you guys decide this one i don't want to you know yeah you're gonna pick the trevor one because you always do <laughs> mine's the first one i think mine's the first one also Ugh, i'll vote for i'll vote for brian i can't vote for go blue ever yeah, I mean Brian's ineligible. Let's be honest. I agree. Um, I'd still go for that one. Mine's the first one. All right. Well, congrats to Motor City Rips with a dub. Real quick. Last but not least, a few products coming out this week. H2 Select Football, Leaf Metal Draft Hobby in Jumbo, one of my favorite products of the year. Love that product. AHL hockey. You've got Donruss Racing. You got OPG Platinum Hockey. Uh, and then you got a Yu-Gi-Oh! Battle of the Legend, Monstrous Revenge. Wow. Monstrous Revenge. That's a, that's a wrap. So a couple a few, a couple products coming out this week. Some Donruss, some Leaf Metal. NT football. coming out soon, right? I got pushback. July. Damn. 
That's a wrap. Two weeks off. We'll see you guys a few weeks from now. We'll update you. A lot, a lot, will, a lot will happen in the next couple of weeks. So we'll keep you guys posted. But that's all we got for now, guys. Peace and love.